We're, we're, we're on air, you could say. When people will be hearing this, will be like, oh, we're on air, we're live, I can call in. Uh, that's my favorite question. Is your show a podcast? Yes, the Rock Metal Podcast is a podcast. <laughs> I love that question. My other favorite question I received recently was, we grew some garlic in our garden and we were offering some to somebody. And they said, oh, what does it taste like? And I just looked at them and I said, like, in garlic. What I don't I don't know what what color is yellow? Like I don't understand how to explain this to you. It's garlic. And they they literally just said, Oh, cool, okay, thanks. Like that answered their question. Uh sweet. Speaking of questions. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. On my right hand side is my right hand Manny Gabriel. Boom, boom, boom. And today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Perfect Parachute Picture, Triple P, and they've been raising some They've been releasing some singles as of late, and the boys are back on. They were on the show approximately, almost even a year to the date, about a year ago. Uh, uh, September 2020, not 2020. Huh? <laughs> what? September 2019. September 2019, as of time of recording, September 2020. Uh, so Kyle and Ed are back onto the show because these two boys are back at work creating some crafty tunes. So... Uh, welcome back on to the show to share some more new information, boys. Hey, Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you guys on. Now, I remember the last time that we were chatting, you guys had big, massive plans to take over the world. Things were starting to really uh, go in favor for you guys, making those connections, starting to gain a larger fan base. And this is kind of where the interview gets really depressing. Uh, then 2020 happened. Wah, wah. So I guess... <laughs> I guess my question is, how has this year gone for you guys? Has it dramatically changed your course of action? Was it actually a blessing in disguise? How has this year gone for Triple P? I think it's, um, I mean, obviously, we're, we're like every other band and musician, we are missing playing gigs. And we got quite a few in at the start of the year, but and we were just sort of getting ready to tour and all that kind of stuff. And then, obviously... The pandemic happened, so we had to cancel those plans. But it really gave us time to just head back into the practice room when we could, when we were allowed to, and just write write some songs. And we, this is, I would say, this has probably been our most creative time as a band. Um, and yeah, we, we've just been able to focus on the, the sort of the creative aspect of things in terms of writing. Uh, creating music videos, releasing our tracks. Um, so yeah, in a way, it has been a bit of a a blessing in disguise in that way, but obviously we miss the gigs. Yeah, and they mentioned you know the most creative time as a band, you know, release some tracks and some music videos. How did you guys go about doing that? Was it a lot of remote work when things were uh, more tightly locked down? Yeah, so we, um, <laughs> with the help of technology, um, we were able to sort of get some uh, some home recordings together and do a lot of sort of Skype calls um, and just keep in touch but also have that creative element and I suppose the best the best part about being a two-piece band is that it's so easy to to be able to continue doing that um, and I think in a way it helped because you you were forced into isolation so your sort of creativity it, it just it it comes about, you know, it comes out and you can, 
Um, there's not much else that gets in the way. It, it's not like you have to work or you have to do this or you have to do that. So you you can just sort of spend more time doing it, even though you do, you're on your own. But as obviously, like I say, with technology, you you can be together in that respect. Yeah, and and like. It's been a really influential time for us. I think it's like opened new doors for us in terms of what we write and the lyrics that we write and that kind of stuff. But I mean, they only want the track that we released in May. Uh, we, the music video for that, we actually shot that about a week before we went into lockdown, before Boris Johnson told us all to lock our doors and not go back out. Uh, we just sort of got that in really quick. So that was quite lucky. And then obviously when doing lyric videos, that's all sort of computerised, so that's that's been fine. But yeah, we've been lucky and we've been creative, like Kyle says, and and it's just sort of been a really good time for us band-wise and productivity-wise. Yeah, has the pandemic changed the way you guys write or the lyrics and the themes that are being written about? Um, Not necessarily, but there is, we've always sort of had this element of writing about life in general. So I guess you could say it, it, it might have had a slight impact on that. But um, if anything, it's just, it, it's just given us more time. Yeah, and it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's the time. And I think the way that you reflect on different aspects of your life at this point, and like, obviously, this time last year, everyone's, on the go at work and that kind of stuff. And I think this year has really given everyone a, a perspective of looking at what they've got and, and what they could sort of live with and, and work with in their life now. And I think that's the same for the band. I think we've, we've looked at the band and we've looked at what we were writing for and how we were writing. And I think it's just helped us progress. And I think the progression that we've seen in this past six months has been tenfold from what we would have seen without the pandemic in, in that respect obviously the pandemic's been horrific and and you would wish that it wouldn't have happened but for band for our band and and what we've been doing for that it's been really uh, sort of fresh it's it's been a new aspect to it um and it's something that we'll look back on with like quite, quite fond memories in a way in terms of what we've written and how we've written and what we've recorded and that kind of stuff so yeah, it's been it's been strange but good. <laughs> That's probably the you, best way I can describe it. Are you kidding? I've already got fond memories of when I was in lockdown. We were basically just in our pajamas all day, getting drunk, hanging out as a family, making <laughs> going back going back to fluffy pancakes, making pancakes. And uh I mean now I gotta go work. It's weird. I don't yeah, like it's it. So, it's so weird leaving the house at seven AM. <laughs> With a purpose or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, speaking of work and machine, let's talk about this track, Working Machine. And speaking of dirty bass, there's a dirty bass in this track. <laughs> a really dirty bass. <laughs> it's the only the only bass that matters. Um, but take us to this track. What is this track about? And I like the opening line, I can do anything I want to do. So does that opening line give us some sort of insight into what this working machine is? I think it's about um, being stuck somewhere that you don't want to be, be that at work or in a relationship or just anywhere that you don't want to be in life and you just finally, you've had enough and you just want to sort of 
break away from those shackles and move out and and just sort of be what you want to be and be who you can be and it's all about sort of pushing forward and working for something because I feel like as a band when we've got something to work for and strive for that's when we really bring the best out of the band and sort of that's what the song's about that's it's it's a really fast-paced hard-hitting track um sort of comes and goes and like we described it as a sucker punch to the senses so it's probably like a reminder that you should not be bogged down in life and and if you've got some dreams and aspirations then work for him before it's too late really wow yeah absolutely uh, kind of like a call to action to all those out there especially if you've had that time you mentioned you know a bit of time to think uh last few months definitely had a bit of time to think okay well when everything comes back what do i want to do what kind of a working machine do i want to be yeah definitely and it's it as as ed was saying it is just simply put it is about sort of breaking free from where you've been in the past and looking at where you want to be in the future wow very very cool stuff now the other track we're going to chat about today is they only want and you had mentioned in the uh, that the music video was shot moments before 45 minutes before the lockdown started <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just what i think is we were like uh pushed back into our houses just as we uh, just as we did the last take. They were like, get in, get in now. <laughs> you know, and the reason I brought that up is because I was chatting with a band uh, from Sweden who was going to go record in Denmark. They had the whole thing set up, and as they were landing into Denmark, not like it's, like, not like it's a far flight, right? But as they were landing into uh, Denmark, the borders in that part of Europe were closing, and 45 minutes after they had gone through customs, the border had completely shut and they could not leave the country. So that's where I got that one from. Did they get to record? Oh yeah. Yeah. They went to uh, their studio. Yeah. They went to their studio and everything, not knowing when they were going to be able to get back home. Um, But they said that cost permitting, it allowed them to spend significantly more time and be a little bit more relaxed uh, than they had been originally because they were on a schedule to, you know, go in, record the album and get on tour. Well, that's uh, and, that's worth it in my book, then. Yeah. And people were concerned, and they were like, you don't understand, we're going to a recording studio. Of course we're going to self-isolate. Like, it's a recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a better place to self-isolate, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the interesting thing is, as I was watching this music video for They Only Want, I had figured the lockdown had already happened because the streets seem... Pretty everything seems pretty bare. So were were things kind of already coming down? Like, kind of like a logical conclusion. Like you, you weren't surprised when they they released the the message to lockdown. Well, um, we we filmed it on a uh, on an early Sunday morning. So Britain on a Sunday morning is dead anyway. So um, <laughs> yeah, we we, we did <laughs> like that. But like it, it all, like I said before, it all sort of clicked and. It had that vibe of a, like isolation and a bit of a ghost town, without intentionally doing it. But then a global pandemic happens, and you and you look like geniuses. <laughs> exactly. Now they only want who's they, what do they want? It seems like it's an incomplete sentence, 
I mean, I don't mean to be that guy to talk to the English about English, but it seems like an incomplete <laughs> sentence. I think... Um, they only want, <laughs> oh, you put it on me now. I think they only want is like... It's, what? They only it's want a, what? <laughs> it's about basically people who've got everything who only want more. Um, people who sort of don't have anything, they kind of only want something. I don't know. It's, they only want. Yeah, they only want. The people only want. <laughs> so everyone wants something, but they do not know what they want. But the people who've got everything just want everything. And they only want. Uh, you can tell we probably don't think about our lyrics as much as what uh, it sounds, but yeah, that's basically well, I mean, it. I know you gotta have your, you know, your poetic license. <laughs> but yeah, like the chorus is like uh, everybody wants a piece of something until they've got nothing. So it's kind of like when you're when you've got everything or you've got everything coming to you, then when when is the limit? What what is the limit to? the like wealth and greed kind of thing and and then when you do have nothing you kind of you're able to sit back and look at the pleasures in life and be able to sort of realize what is sort of like necessary in life and what are the good things in life yeah and also what are the things to prioritize yeah exactly you know you realize that like people get into a position where they've got everything they ever wanted and they still want more, but yet they don't know what they want. But then you look at the, the opposite end and you see that people that have nothing, they only want, but they want the stuff that means more in a way. Yeah. You know, that's how we sort of thought about the track. Yeah. Something that came to mind was no one wants air or oxygen until it leaves the room. Exactly. Yeah, that is. I wish you'd have said that at the start of that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that is basically it. That is a great analogy. That's that it. Song. You're yeah. hired. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> okay. And then with three people in the band, I guess I'll pick one of them, either Perfect or Parachute or Picture, and I'll just be that guy. And then... <laughs> Perfect. All right, so the big honking question, you guys released a couple of singles. You said it's been the most creative time of of your lives you're looking back on it wistfully uh what's next then what's what are we looking forward to from uh triple p maybe just for the rest of the year or as far as your plans have you know have so um in a week's time we'll be shooting another music video for another unreleased track that we've got um and then we're heading back into the studio back end of this year and we're going to basically have an album's worth of tracks so hopefully it's a very rough hopefully but by the end of next year we might be in a position where we have got an album that we're proud to release so yes yeah, i guess the immediate future is another single back end of this year back into the studio um in december ish and then yeah we, we start again next year more music videos and hopefully back to gigging and pushing for an album towards the back end of the year. Okay. Very, very cool stuff. Well, boys, I believe that concludes my questions. Is there anything that you wanted to chat about that I did not ask? Uh, I think you, I think we covered uh, all modern-day PPP, really, in this chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, something else we could chat about, maybe briefly, is the two singles that you guys just came out with are, are vastly different 
songs. They they almost feel like universes apart, but in the same same multiverse. You know, I, I still know it's Triple P, but they're two very different songs. Um, and I kind of always like to ask: Is that by accident? Was that conscious? I don't think I don't I don't think we consciously look to write songs that are really different or really similar. I mean, at the heart of our music, it's a, a bass guitar, a drum kit, and a vocalist, and when you strip everything back, you have got that in every track of ours, but I think really it's just showing different emotion in a different song and, and how we're feeling at that point when we write that song. And if a song's different, I think we, we very much like welcome it really. We like our, our music to be varied given the restraints of a two piece band and stuff. So we're really proud that we can write songs that sound bit different but also you can tie different aspects back together even if it's only slightly yeah i think it's nice to have those like slight slight elements of change in songs you know it keeps the listener sort of um like on their on their toes on about what's coming next you know it's it's like we release the only one and people are like oh wow this is like um, Super yeah, it's, yeah, it's a very rock. sort of pop, anthemic rock song, but then all of a sudden we're just like, hit him in the throat with Wicked Machine, and before you know it, it's just like chugging bass lines and really sort of growly, and I think it's it, it's how we write, you know, we just like to have these different sort of things, and I suppose it all comes down to the main point of the song as well, you know, it, it's like the, the different approach to different subjects. And it's it's like that in anything in life, but I think, like Ed was saying, it's it, it it all comes down to just three instruments, you know, bass, drums, and a vocal. And if you can create a wide range of sounds from that, then I think it's good. Yeah, and like the way that we write as well, it's we we sort of start at the at the bass riff or like like different chord side of things, and a drum beat comes along. And then that's where the melody and lyrics go on top. We don't sort we do, we sort of don't write with lyrics and a melody written. We do it the other way around. And I guess in a way, you sort of suit in your lyrics to that track. So we have a big bank of lyrics, and then we look back and we think, oh, what, what would go with that? And then we sort of um, develop it on. And that's sort of how we've always done it. But I mean, it does give us a varied range of tracks, and and we're really pleased with how we do it. And we've sort of found our feet over the years. And we just we just carry on going, and and hopefully we can keep writing music that people are really into. Okay, very cool stuff. Well, boys, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Thank you, John. John. Hopefully, speak to you soon in another year's time, or maybe <laughs> even sooner. <laughs> Beautiful. I right, go in and stop, please, sweetie.